welcome to Singing the Blues. I'm Dom Houghton. And I'm James Marriott. Dom, we did, we've said a few times, a wobble could happen, possible, maybe even likely before the end of the season. M- maybe that's where we're at right now. We are seeing the wobble. So uh, one point from the last two games, possible six points. Um, let's start with Bolton on Friday night. St. Patrick's Day, the Guinness was flowing. Um, sadly, the football wasn't there. It wasn't. It never really got going, did it, for Wednesday? No, it didn't. I, they started off, I thought, pretty well in the first 15 to 20 minutes. And when Lee Gregory puts them in front, you're expecting yep. Wednesday to kick on, aren't you? Um, and they've been so good defensively this season with the, the clean sheet record speaks for itself. Um, but I, I think you have to give a lot of credit to the opposition that they've come up against in the last two matches. And I, I would put Bolton and Barnsley, they're the two best teams that have visited Hillsborough for me this season. And, and that's when you factor in Plymouth and Ipswich have also come to S6. Um and yeah, Wednesday just sort of lost the rhythm. There was a break in play in the first half where one of their players, I think, went down injured after 20-odd minutes. And I, and I just didn't think Wednesday ever really recovered from that mm. moment on. Um, and they conceded a sloppy goal, we have to say that. And that's probably been um, the case in the last two, isn't it? The uncharacteristic defensive mistakes that Wednesday've made. Um so it was disappointing, definitely. Of course it was um, for the Bolton that you, they go ahead at home and you, you'd think, oh, here we go again. It's going to be another Wednesday victory. And I think they were going for six in a row at home. You know, so it just shows the consistency levels have been there. But th- there were just too many players, I think, that, that didn't turn up. And then Wednesday's injury hoodoo striking them as well with Josh Windass. Concerns over Lee Gregory and Reese James. Great that Gregory and James were both fit for Barnsley, but yeah, there's a huge question mark. Windass is the one right now. Um, it sounds like it's his ankle, and if Windass is gonna miss weeks, that could have serious ramifications on Wednesday's bid to win the league. There's no getting away from that, yeah. Uh, it, it did feel like there were you know, forces working against us a little bit. You know, the the look wasn't really on our side. You'd have to say, you know, the 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 chances were there to win it though. That game could have been wrapped up in the first twenty twenty five minutes. Maybe not wrapped up, but you know, you go you you score a couple more of those chances. You go two or three ahead. It's difficult, isn't it, to see Bolton coming back from from that? So, you know, missed chances is one thing. You're right about you've got to give Bolton credit because they came with a game plan. Uh, they executed it pretty well. What I quite liked is that they seemed to genuinely want to play some football. You know, it wasn't about coming up, shutting up shop. Um, it was quite a free-flowing game. Uh, and Bolton, quite, you know, I think would be fair to say they went back perhaps disappointed at only taking a point. You know, it was a game that could easily have been won by either team, really. We shouldn't forget, too, that for me, in my eyes, uh, I know there was some debate on social media about it, but Bolton had a Stonewall penalty. 
There was two, well, that was no. next on my list to ask you about because it it does you know it, it seemed pretty stonewall at the time. Um, I think even Aidan Flint himself has said, yeah, it was a penalty. Like it, it you know, it, it's. I think you've got to be fairly, fairly, you know, kind of wearing blue, blue tinted glasses to think otherwise, haven't you? For me, yeah, definitely. The fact that Aidan Flint, if you take Ian Everett's word for it, and Ian Everett goes back years with Aidan Flint, Barry Bannon, and they've had a conversation after the match, and Aidan Flint has held his hands up and said, that was a penalty. That tells you everything you need to know, that Wednesday got away with one. Um, and uh, you, you know, you could say that it's maybe an element of luck that Wednesday, a bit of rub of the green that, perhaps that they deserve where they've not had that maybe in, in some of the matches this season where there's been some dodgy refereeing decisions that have gone the way. So it, it swings and roundabouts. But at the time, live, I thought it was a penalty. I've watched it back a few times. I still think it's a penalty. He's gone to ground. He's got nowhere near getting the ball. And there the probably wasn't a huge amount of contact from Aidan Flint on Dion Charles. But if that's anywhere else on the pitch, it's a free kick. And it was in the box. It should have been a penalty. It, it, I mean, for me, there's probably two fouls there, to be to be fair. I think it gives him a push and um, he makes contact with his foot as well. So I think, you know, I think there's a couple of shouts in there. It was um, just really, really but, you know, clumsy, if, wasn't if it? it? It's clumsy. This is, what, that's what it was. this is what we do in football now is we say, look, if we had VAR, would they have given it? I think they would. I think VAR would have would have pulled the referee over to have a look at that one, and it would have been um, it would have been given. Um, obviously, we don't have the benefit of all the different angles and stuff like that, but certainly from that that main TV angle, it does look like it, doesn't it? So you're right. I mean, look, I think what we all did is went away going, look. The important thing is we're going to have off days. They're going to happen. Um, we had a bit of luck against us in terms of injuries. We had a bit of luck for us maybe in terms of the penalty thing. If if you have an off day. The important thing is don't lose the game. And that's what happened. It kept the run going, didn't it? So, you know, we, we, we went into the, the game at, at Barnsley midweek with that, was it 26 games by that point? Literally half the, the 23, season. 23. 23. Um, so half the season unbeaten. Um, so, you know, a, a, a remarkable, remarkable point. A few people had had, had said Barnsley was the, the worry one because they're in good form and... Big derby game. Obviously, they're gonna they're gonna raise it as well. We knew that Oakwell was pretty much a sellout. That it was gonna be it was gonna be rocking. Um, I'm not gonna even say it was the banana skin because I think that's probably a bit disrespectful to Barnsley because they are in really good form. I think they were something like 11, 12 unbeaten going into that game as as well. Um, there's a lot to pull apart, isn't there? As we talk now, it was it was last night, so we'll probably mention we'll probably say last night a few times, but there is quite a lot to pull apart because. Um, it certainly wasn't Wednesday's worst performance of the season. There was some dreadful defending on on show at times. Um, there were a couple of iffy performances. There's there's been. I mean, I I tend to stay away from the SWFC hashtag if I'm honest these days. But from what I can gather, there's been a bit of a meltdown in 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 some departments since. There's a lot for us to pull apart. What what's your kind of headline on 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 this this whole this whole episode? I'm I'm going to focus on the goalkeeper and the defence. Uh, and I thought it was an off night for Cameron Dawson. I, you know, I look at that first goal, and I said it on Twitter, and I, I've had mixed reaction to it. But I felt. He was largely to blame. 
for that first goal. He did hesitate. And if you come off your line, you've got to make the block. You, you and, and he's okay. It's a great finish. You have to take, say that from Devante Cole. It is a super finish. He's put it through his legs. It was the only place he could put it. But I, I personally think the goalkeeper should have stayed at home. And by coming out, what he's done is he has made Cole's mind up for him. And so I thought that was an error of judgment from Cameron Dawson. But the back three, they, they all really struggled from Dominic Iorfa. You know, you have yeah. to say in difficult conditions, but I thought on the ball, some of his distribution was woeful. The decision-making from Akin Fumeo, that's one of the worst performances I've seen from him. And that's definitely, definitely the worst performance from Aidan Flint since he's come in. I, I, you know, I, he was a bit unlucky for the third goal. Um, and you, you have to also then say that, you know, I'm putting the microscope on the back three and the goalkeeper. Where was the protection? Where was the, like, Will Vokes, that the high press from Barnsley, Wednesday couldn't handle it. They just had too much mm. energy, too much intensity, and certainly in the early stages, and that set the tone for me, James, Barnsley just looked like they were sharper. They were at it. They wanted it more than Wednesday. And Wednesday weren't prepared to roll their sleeves up. And, uh, you know, I wasn't there. But, you know, you got a good flavour even from watching it on the television of the atmosphere there and that Barnsley were pumped up. And, yeah, for Wednesday, they were up against it. You can see two goals in the space of a couple of minutes. And the second one, straight from your own kick out. I mean, you know, that's elementary. You wouldn't expect to see that in, in Sunday football, would you? Um, so it was a catalogue of errors, wasn't it? You know, and too many yeah. players underperformed. Right? That's what it boils down to. But, but I will say that I thought Wednesday showed championship sort of mentality to work their way back into the game and that they didn't panic when they went 2-0 down. Uh, and you, you, when it went 2-2, I'm thinking, I don't know about you, I thought there was only going to be one winner. I really did. I thought momentum, Wednesday had it. And the way that they were playing, the chances that they created, both halves. Uh, I haven't seen what the XG was, but you know Wednesday, it felt like they had a number of clear-cut openings and they just weren't clinical enough. And we'll never know, but I, I think Windass would have made a big difference uh, on Tuesday evening, really do. It, it was that horrible combination, wasn't it, of being really sloppy at the back and not taking chances at the other end of the pitch. Because even after conceding two relatively early goals, Wednesday easily created enough to go on and win that win that game. And um, the you know, look, look was kind of against us at a couple of points. That that kind of you know um, football tennis in the in the in the box towards the back end of the first half where the you know how how the ball didn't open the back of the net I don't know a couple of great blocks great save from Barnsley's goalkeeper um and there, there were other moments where you kind of go it's a bit unlucky there was some um you talk about you know Aidan Flint having a bad game well he could have been match winner I think he had a couple of really good chances to 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 score he was having an off day as well at the at the other end of the of the pitch and and the chances were there I mean it's such a difficult game to pull apart because we could be sat here now talking about a 4-2 win for Wednesday from being two behind very very easily um, and, it, and it feels like one of those that you've almost just got to go right tell you what 
it, it's just one of those games. Let's not worry about it too much. Is there anything that needs you know, really picking apart and, and analysing? Or do we say, look, we trust this group of players. They've earned that now. Um, the, the, the manager has earned that now. What we've got to do is just draw a line under it. We always knew it was going to be difficult. Um, you know, we, 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 we segued a little bit, I think, into talking about the games coming up. But if you do draw a line under those two and you look at the next three games, Forest Green away, Cheltenham away, Lincoln at home, if you're going to get promoted, if you're going to be champions, that's nine points. Agreed. I find it was certainly minimum seven. Uh, Barnsley reminded me of Plymouth away, and that was another match that Wednesday didn't deserve to lose. And yet yeah. they contrived to throw it away uh, late on at Plymouth and late on at Barnsley. So it just had horrible shades of that, of where at both ends of the pitch, as you've just touched on, that Wednesday, they just weren't great in both boxes when it mattered most. Are you are you worried? Are you concerned at this point? Because it does feel like, from from what I'm seeing, from from mainly from what other people are saying about what other people are saying, if that makes sense, that there's a bit of a divide now. There's 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 fans, and, and we knew this was going to happen as soon as Wednesday lost a game. It was so predictable going into the Barnsley game that if we lost it, that there were going to be fans that were panicking. Um, and equally, there's there's people who are kind of keeping their head and saying. You know, you, you're not you're not going to steamroll every game. You know we've we've dropped five points from the from the last couple of games. But you look at the running for the rest of the season, right up to Derby now on the on the last day. Not going to say they're easy games because that's stupid thing to say, especially at this point of the season. They're winnable games, though, aren't they? So we always knew this was going to be this little tough patch. Get through that and. You know, it, it it might not be that we're we're still top of the league at the end of it, and that's exactly what's happened. Plymouth overtaken us. We've got the games in hand. We've got. I mean, that's such a big game coming up at Cheltenham next next week. Um, but it's now a matter of look. You know, if if you're gonna if if you're gonna get promoted, you've got to win football matches. They're there. The, it's the perfect opportunity now just to go out, be professional, get the job done. That's it's, what it's about. I don't think there's any yeah. reason to, to, reason to yeah. panic. But there's a reason to kind of reset a little bit and say, forget about it. it doesn't matter now. It doesn't, you know, what, those, those things. If if they need to analyze the defensive performance against Barnsley, go away and analyze it. Whatever. But ultimately, it's now about going. It's fine. It's absolutely in our hands. It could not be more in our hands. We know we can beat these teams that we've got coming up over the next few weeks, and get it done. It's funny how football works, isn't it? That I think there would have been less of a reaction or backlash from fans if Wednesday had lost at home against Bolton and beaten Barnsley. I think the fact that local derby, Barnsley, are a little bit higher in the table, and, and if Wednesday had beaten Barnsley, that would have pretty much killed off Barnsley's hopes of finishing in the top two. But with Barnsley going like a train now, Barnsley are only six points off Wednesday themselves. They're thinking that they've got a sniff of getting in the top two. Wednesday have games in hand on Plymouth and Ipswich, you know, as you rightly mentioned. And, you know, this stage of the season, it's the old debate, isn't it? Would you rather have points on the board, games in hand? Wednesday have got favourable games in hand. Um, I think one player we haven't mentioned that we should also 
um, throw in there is George Byers. And I think we've seen the importance yet again of George Byers with him not playing in the last two matches. And we know that he offers so much to the midfield. And we've seen Dede Bashiru get an opportunity on Friday, didn't take it. Dennis Denneran comes in and he was quiet, didn't do enough. And he was dragged just after an hour um, against Barnsley. And so the support cast haven't stepped up and they haven't delivered. And we should also say with the problems that Wednesday've got um, offensively with the players missing, Wilkes, Windass, Patterson, Darren Moore made one change at Barnsley, which was taking a denner off uh, and putting Dede Bashiru on. He didn't make another sub. And I think that's pretty telling to me that he didn't have faith, trust and the confidence in his bench. And it was a weak bench. You know, when you're trying to chase a game, there were no other attacking options on the bench of Barnsley but, but, other but, than Dele Bishiru. Just let me jump in there, because what I would say is Barnsley have gone on and won that game 4-2, so we're looking at it in a certain way. But right up to the point where Barnsley scored that third, I, I, you know, I wasn't sat there shouting, thinking he's got to make substitutions here. Because generally speaking, you know that that was a team that was playing pretty well at that point. It was um, it was it was very wasteful. You're right about you know ev- I I was getting nervous every time the ball was at Dominic Iorfa's feet. He was having one of those days where he just couldn't find a man with his passing. It was you know, uh, but but you know I I think right up to the point that Barnsley went up the other end and scored. It, it was all about where's our third goal coming? Yeah, that so is I don't fair think comment. there was demand no, there right. for substitutions. You're right. I think it, it's to me though. It's the last few weeks that has been the case though of where that bench has been weak with the players that have been out through injury, and I, I'm just beginning to think is it catching up a little bit with Wednesday. It's more thing in the next few matches, isn't it, James? Of where you've got Forest Green Rovers on the Sunday, then Cheltenham a few days later. It's the quick turnaround there, and. Yep. The matches on paper that we're expecting Wednesday to win. Yeah, Forest Green, crikey, they haven't won under Duncan Ferguson since he's gone in there. That's, I think, 11 matches, 16 in total, I think it is, since they last won. They are pretty much the whipping boys of League One. And so all the pressure is on Wednesday. Uh, I, I haven't double-checked. I'm pretty certain that you know Wednesday, the next couple of matches don't think that Plymouth and Ipswich are playing. So this is it. This is the time where they're making up ground on some of their rivals and they have to make the most of it. I I said it on Twitter after Barnsley, I'll say it again. Somebody's missing out here on automatic promotion with 90 plus points, the way things are shaping up. That's the way it's heading. And we don't want to be... Could be a couple of teams, couldn't it? It could it's be a crazy. couple of teams. Well, that's it. That The top four right now are looking so far ahead of the rest. It could be that. Um, I just don't, you know, we don't want it to be Sheffield Wednesday and they've set the bar so high. But Plymouth have got 80 points. Wednesday have 78 right now. And it could be that you're needing 95 to secure a top two finish. Forget about it. That's even for first. You know, it's just crazy right now. The, the way that those teams at the top have performed consistently. And Wednesday, they've lost 
four games all season. It's just nuts. It's nuts. You know, you know, any other year they might be well clear of the chasing pack, but they're not. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the thing is, it doesn't really matter what anyone else does, does it? You know, we, we, I mean, maybe in weeks to come, it will become more important. Right now, it's about, you know, you, you, you don't look at it and think like, oh, well, you know, there's potential for a slip up there. And that's, you know, th- they are games. If you are going to win promotion, you are going to win. And, 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 and I, I'm trying not to sound like I'm, you know, oversimplifying it because football isn't that simple, but, but it kind of is, isn't it? You know, it is just a matter of, win the games I think all of us were looking at it as there was a run of games that ended with Barnsley and they were more difficult games right? and, and there was a natural point where you'd say that bit of the season ends with the Barnsley game and then there's a different bit of the season that follows on from from that and I think we can also justifiably say right we uh the the the, the draw against Bolton the win against Barnsley we can understand that we can accept that right yeah you know, that that's 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 fair enough it's now a point where we say no more slip-ups because anything from this point on would be a slip-up right losing to Barnsley is is fair enough they were they you know they they, they took their chances they were clinical and um that that's that from this point onwards, no more slip-ups. I don't think they can afford many. I think that's what we're coming back to, isn't it? That <laughs> you know they've lost four games. I don't think they can afford to lose maybe more than one, two maximum. The way that those teams at the top keep on churning out results, they are. They're just winning machines. And um, yeah, it, it, what Darren Moore does, I think you know when it comes to his team selection. It's going to be fascinating, isn't it, in the next few days? Sounds like Mowit Wilkes is getting closer to returning. That would be a boost for Wednesday. We're keeping our fingers crossed over the scan results for Windass and that it's not too bad and that maybe a miss Forest Green Rovers. You know, like the fact is Wednesday are more than good enough to go to Forest Green Rovers and Cheltenham and Lincoln at home, win all of those, and they've proven they can win all those sort of matches without Josh Windass and they've shown that they can pick up results without George Byers but I think against the very top teams in this league what we're seeing is that you know Wednesday they probably do need as close as they possibly can to the strongest 11 to beat them but that goes back to what you said before that you just look at the rest of the running you other than Derby at home and we're hoping that it's going to all be done by then and we're going to be enjoying a title-winning parade and get the bunting out, and you know we're going to have a sell-out Hillsborough for the promotion party. Wednesday's got a, it is a kind, kind running now, right, where you'd expect them to pick up an awful lot of points. Yeah, absolutely, and and the um, you know, I I I think so much of it from this point forward now. I mean, football is about kicking a ball is the back of a net, but so much of it now is about mentality, isn't it? Because, you know, this is a point whereby what we need to do is not to panic. Uh, Darren Moore has got to get the messaging right. He's got to send players out. You said earlier, you know, you would look at it and whatever injury issues Wednesday have right now, they should have enough to go and beat Forest Green. In terms of, you know, uh, 11 against 11, that's that's an easy victory, really. But it's it's the mentality, isn't it? It's it's now about that mental strength after what is a really unforgiving period of football. Like, there's been a lot of football 
played over the last couple of weeks and there's a lot more football to to play so much of it now is about mentality isn't it definitely uh, and you've got to say that uh forest green sunday goal difference i think you know if, if wednesday could put three or four past forest green ipswich have got marginally better goal difference than wednesday and they are the fine margins that we're talking about aren't we that wednesday I've shown before that when they've had setbacks this season, that they've got the character and they've got the quality to bounce back. And I, I expect them to in style at Forest Green. Cheltenham, can't forget last season where they were held to a draw. That's no gimme. And uh, it'll be full house there. And, and you know, Wednesday's got more away matches than they have at home. And so they've been very strong away from home this season. That's been... One of the big turnarounds this season. But Darren Moore, the great thing is he's so measured, isn't he, James? He's so calm. He doesn't get too high in the highs. He doesn't get too low in the lows. And, and you know, you saw what he was like after Barnsley. That, um, you know, he's very proud of that run that Wednesday's been on. To go half a season unbeaten, remarkable. Um, and most years, as I said before, you'd be points clear. You'd be pretty much promoted off the back of such a fine run. Um, but it just so happens that Ipswich and Plymouth and Barnsley keep plugging away and they refuse to go away. Uh, so that's where we are. But yeah, I, yeah, big, big week for Wednesday coming up. And if they play to their capabilities, I've, I'm confident that they're going to get minimum seven points. And like you said before, there's no reason why they shouldn't be targeting three wins. Yeah, absolutely. Um, just very quickly, because we we are um, we, we're quite tight on time for um, for this for this episode. Um, one one positive thing from from these couple of games, and we've dwelled on quite a lot of stuff that's not very positive. But one very positive thing: Lee Gregory uh, back in the team, back in form, back in the goals, and it kind of feels like at the moment, you know, he can he, he's just right place, right time, and he, he's just doing what Lee Gregory does. He is. He's scoring classic Lee Gregory goals. And, uh, you know, while we're praising people, the ball in from Marvin Johnson for his second at Barnsley was fantastic. Yep. Uh, and, you know, Marvin Johnson is the leading assist maker, I think, for Wednesday this season. Um, and he's, without a doubt, the best crosser of the ball at, you know, the, at the club that Wednesday've got. Um, and I thought that Marvin Johnson was one of the, the bright sparks from the Barnes and Loss, along with Gregory. And yeah, Gregory, if he can finish the season as strongly as what he did last year, that's going to make a huge difference to Wednesday's chances of finishing the top two without a shadow of a doubt. Uh, you know, he ended up getting, what was it? I think 10 in his last 12 or 13, something like that last season. And so, yeah, he, he is a streaky striker. That's what we've seen with Lee Gregory. And um, we'll be hoping that... Um, he can keep up his uh, sort of rich vein of form that he showed in his last two matches. And you loved my alliteration. He's tickled with that. A streaky, really a streaky striker. Yeah, you really want to call the podcast episode. That's like, that's like the name it? for a stripper. That's um, brilliant. The, the way your mind works is, is mind-boggling. <laughs> Why? What? Why? <laughs> Just, just the way that you're straight away thinking, jumping to conclusions about uh, strippers and this, that, and the other. You know, honestly, I'm not the only person thinking this. I can promise you, the streaky, the streaky striker. 
Um, yeah, Try saying that quickly about 10 times, yeah. Um, it's yeah. it's the name of a specialist interest film, I am sure. Um, at that point, I think we're going to wrap this one up. Um, thank you, Dom. Um, thank you as well to our partners at Title Law Solicitors, specialists in wills, trusts and probate. Head to titolaw.co.uk, T-Y-T-O-L-A-W.co.uk. On Twitter, Dom is at Dom Housen. I'm at James Marriott. The show is at Dom and James. Um, you can find more about us on our website as well and in the show notes for this episode. Thank you for listening. Up the owls and we'll see you next time. (laughs) 